Hi there. We're going to continue our journey today on developing submission in our lives. Join me. Last time we were together, we've been talking about days of heaven upon the earth and how to get to that place where we can enjoy some days of heaven upon the earth. And that is because we've come into the order and the harmony of God's kingdom. And we can't do that unless we learn the art of submission. We're called in, in the, in the Bible, in the scriptures, we're called to submit ye one to another. And that the intensity of submission is learned more lived out in the home, in the family life. Uh, I think when you hear the term submission, we mainly think of women submitting to men, the wife submitting to the husband. And that, that's a truth. That's a part of it. But it's not the only part of it. And, and it's not the, um, I want us to understand the power behind it so we don't resent the fact that we are called to submission, to realize the power that is released in submission and uh, that as women uh, called to submit to the husband in the home, uh, we, we have been given the, I will say the joy, we've been given the honor from God in our calling to represent him, his feminine aspect in that way uh, of submission. It's the other side of who the Godhead. He created the human being in his image, male and female, he created us in the image of God. And there's a masculine image and a feminine image and male and female. And so um, the the feminine image submits itself to the masculine image and and you get the full face of God in that way. And so uh, we're learning about things like that so that you and I can enjoy our calling because we understand it better. Amen. I was just looking at, uh, we've been talking about the order, the orderly arrangement of the universe, knowing that the world, cosmos, the, the term for world in the scriptures is cosmos, the Greek word. And cosmos means orderly arrangement. And <clears throat> that's a part of the, the kingdom of heaven. Heaven is in orderly arrangement. It, it's, it, it's in order. And God, when God moves, he's moving with order. So you and I need to learn that, uh, the order of the kingdom. And I was, uh, the reason behind that would be listed in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 in verses 1 through 3. It says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. So the word needs to have a free course. Amen. So things need to be in order if, they, if, if the word's going to run a free course. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. Now, unreasonable means out of order, out of place. So I can be, uh, have an evil influence, unreasonable and wicked men who are not of faith. I, I, if I'm out of order... I'm not going to have the the faith and the grace to fill that spot. And I have a wicked influence on the situation. And I may be innocent in my thinking. I might not be doing this on purpose. A lot of times we excuse ourselves because we think, well, I I didn't mean to do that. But we need to to understand what's happening and and what when we are doing these certain things. So when we're not in order, 
keeping the order of the kingdom is going to be a priority in the days ahead because Jesus is coming again and he's coming for a church free of spot or wrinkle. And so he says, um, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which we command and the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. In fact, I release that on you right now as a prayer that the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. I remember years back praying that for somebody that I had lost contact with and I was really concerned about them. And I just kept that, that short prayer, Lord, lead them into the love of God and the steadfastness of Jesus Christ. And I could remember that. And so I'd be in a light driving in the car. Lord, lead them into the love of God and the steadfastness of Jesus Christ. And, you know, I heard later that they had progressed in their spiritual growth and they were doing well. So that really, that really made me feel good. But to know that just a short prayer like that can help get people in order, that we, we need to help one another keep order of the, the orderly kingdom, the orderly work of the kingdom. And without the art of submission, we won't be able to do that. That's the whole point of what we're saying. And to know that submission is a voluntary action. It's not a, nobody can make you submit. And that's been misinterpreted in the church through the years that the, 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 that we come in and we start teaching on submission, teaching on the home, and men get the idea that they are going to crack the whip and put everything in order in their home. No, it's a voluntary action. You love them as Christ loves the church, and they'll want to submit. And that's, that's a headship principle. And so um, also another one, submission is considered a military term. And I'm going to read out of this book right here uh, where, where we've talked a little bit about God imagined he had a position in mind for the woman. And um, it's, it's a, a friend of mine had added this to it, which I thought was really good, talking about submission, as one friend puts it, to tuck under so as to brace up and strengthen. So that's what submission is. You place, you voluntarily place yourself under and come up under. The word for that would be sucre. You come up under and strengthen that person that you're submitting to. Sometimes when you back off and submit, they take off and they develop aspects and giftings in themselves they didn't even know they had. So it's, it's a real art to develop that because it's got to be done and, you know, I'm talking to myself here, too. It's got to be done with an, the right attitude. If it's, if it's like, oh, all right. If it's done like that, that's not the right attitude. <laughs> and that's not going to release the power that we're looking for. We want to release the power of God. Remember, Jesus Christ, God himself, the fullness of the Godhead in Christ, submitted himself unto death and changed destinies for billions of people changed the destiny of the earth, changed the destiny, changed destinies. The calendar changed, everything changed. One man submitted himself unto death and that released that power for the resurrection. You know, that's something worth meditating on. So submission is a military term. I'm going to read from... Um, uh, from the book, Woman Imagined. And it says, it's, it's voluntary in nature, 
of being subject to, it's in the, the third middle voice. There's a little, it's more technical in here. So you, you'll get it in the book when you buy the book. Um, subject to, uh, the subject of the verb is acting in a way that affects the subject. And submission literally means give allegiance to, tend to the need of, be supportive of, be responsive to, and perhaps the best meaning of this word is found in German, to place oneself at the disposition of. So we're, we're pulling our self, my fallen nature, self, selfish, what about me, Lord? Pulling that back, coming up under and helping another person fulfill their destiny. When you do that, I'm telling you, the power of God goes to work. The love of God, that's the love of God. That's what Jesus did. That's what God himself did. He came and put on flesh, which was a real um, secondary place for him. He left heaven and glory to come and put on rotted flesh, if you will, and save us. And so... Submission is also a military term. It refers to taking a position in the flanks of soldiers. In this sense, there's no reference to any idea of rank or status. It was an equal sharing of the task for which the soldiers were ordered. Be supportive. Fulfill your part of the assignment. That's what it means, submission. So ladies in the home, fulfill your part of the assignment. If you want to find out what those parts are, well, here's woman, her purpose, position, and power, and woman imagined uh, books that will cover some of that and would help you on your journey for that. One thing that needs to be inserted here, though, as far as women submitting to the male and wives submitting to their husbands, nowhere does God call us as women to submit to a man of abusive behavior. So don't confuse that and think, well, I'm called to submit. He's the head. No, you partners, your partners in manifesting God's glory, equal value, different job descriptions, both having carrying a part of the face of God. And so um, don't don't confuse that with thinking you just ha- you're lesser than and you just have to bow the knee and cower to <clears throat> somebody else's behavior. You're never asked to allow uh, someone to take life from you. Because you have a covenant, you you think, well, I have a covenant with this man. No, you have a covenant with God and to preserve life. And then you have a covenant with that man. And if that man's taking life from you, well, then you're not called to bow the knee to that. So uh, you need to understand that and don't let somebody convince you that you're just, because you're the woman, you have to submit to everything. True submission, though, I think, is when um, you're willing to forgive them and listen to the next thing they're asking from you, at least for a season, until they prove that they're not going to ever ask anything decent of you. Well, um, you need to be uh, strong enough to do that and know that you, you, you serve God before you serve man. Amen? So... Give unto the Lord the glory do his name, bring an offering and come before him, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness or in holy array or in military order. And that's why we're looking into the order of the kingdom so we can be ready, so we can, as the bride, make ourselves ready and live our days as heaven upon the earth. God bless you. See you next time. 